0: Hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast. This is Julia, and I am so grateful that you're here today. I'm so grateful that you chose to be here, that you want to be here, because that is what it is. No one is forcing you to listen to this podcast, hopefully. You're not getting paid to listen to this podcast. You are here because you want to be, because I'm assuming. You want to better your life. You want to feel inspired. You want to feel motivated. You want to feel good. And you want to start creating a life and maybe a career that you love. And that is what I'm realizing this podcast is about. It's about so much more than just sharing manifestation tools and techniques and stories, right? This is this podcast. I'm here because I want to help do my part to raise the collective vibration. And so, and I I share this because I've had, I actually had a conversation with uh, someone this week, um, someone I had never spoken to that listened to the podcast and she was interested in one-on-one coaching. So we set up a call and she was like, Julia, I love your podcast. And I've listened to every episode. And sometimes I just turn it on and play it in the background, even if I, I'm not listening to the words, it actually calms my whole ner- nervous system and totally relieves my stress. It's like a form of meditation for me. And it was so, well, first of all, cool to hear that and and such an honor and obviously a big compliment. Um but I I don't think it's my voice necessarily. I truly think it's the energy that you're feeling because That I am very intentional around. I feel really good when I record these episodes. And if I don't feel good, because obviously I have those days I feel off or I feel sick or I feel angry or frustrated or stressed or I'm a little anxious, I am not going to jump on the podcast and record. Like that is not going to happen. I truly believe that the energy that I'm putting out you can feel, and I would never want to put negative energy out there. Last week is a perfect example of this. I, It was Easter weekend. If you're a subscriber of the podcast, you probably noticed I did not release an episode on Friday. And so last week, this was the, actually the conversation you're going to hear today was the episode that I was supposed to le- release or I wanted to release or I intended to release last Friday. But what happened is I had to move all of my Thursday and Friday client stuff and work to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because we took I took Thursday and we drove to the desert to go visit my family and spend Easter there with the kids. And I woke up on Friday with the intention to get the intro recorded and to get it published and, you know, maybe jump on stories and promote it. My kind of like usual thing of what I do when I release a podcast. And I woke up on Friday morning and all I wanted to do was snuggle with my kids have a lazy morning, like drink coffee, hang out with my parents, jump in the pool at 8 a.m. Like I just wanted to enjoy vacation. And even if I could get it all done early, I my energy wasn't there. And it was feeling like this obligation, this like, ah, Julia, you really should be releasing the podcast today. You really should, like consistency is important. And I had all those voices in my head. And then I realized I'm like, oh, I can't approach this from a should. I cannot go jump on and really give my most positive, vibrant energy when this is not where I want to be right now. And so I decided, you know what? I am not going to release a podcast episode today because I'm not there. My energy is not there. And I would so much rather be happy and enjoy my time with my my kids in one of my favorite places in the world, which is La Quinta, California. And and I and I share this too because there is a trade-off. Like sometimes there are things that you want to do because they're good for your career, or for your business, but you also really need to check in with how you feel. You have to check in with your energy. And for me, especially with this podcast, I can't kind of half ass it. Like I want you to feel really good and you will know as the listener on the other end, if you're not feeling that good energy from me, that is really what this podcast is about. It's about helping people feel their best, helping again, raise the vibration of the listener on the other end, because when we feel our best, that's when manifestation becomes easy that's it. Feel your best. And the opportunities come. The ideas come. Things feel more effortless. You get into the flow. All of it. Like that is foundational. That is fundamental. So I guess all of this to be said, or I'm, I'm sharing all of this because, well, one, because that is really the key is feel good and the rest becomes easy. But also because I, I, I don't always feel like I'm not always high vibe. And I've talked about this too. But I, I would say that I'm high vibe most of the time. And that is not because that's just like I'm wired that way. Well, maybe there's a little bit. I'm definitely innately positive. But I work on this. Like I work on feeling good. I catch my thoughts before I spiral. I was just in yoga this morning and I was just really monitoring my thoughts because I wanted to be very present, <clears throat> but I woke up and I just, I wasn't fully myself. And I would, there was a few things that were stressing me out. Something that I had to do for work, um, something with a, a, f- a friend situation, a family. So there were there were a bunch of things, there were a bunch of things. And I kept catching myself going there, but I, kept stopping myself. It's just like with meditation, you know, coming back to your breath when your thoughts start to wander. But for me, I knew that uh, like something was pulling me to the negative thoughts and the negative space and I'm just at this place in my life right now where I've done so much work that I can stop it. But this this is something we all can do. We all can monitor our thoughts and recognize and notice and become aware of when we start going to the negative. And one step further, we also have our emotions and our emotions can guide us and let us know how we're feeling and where our vibe is and whether we're on the right path, right? Or whether something is off. When you feel good, You know that things are going right. Like you're in the flow, you're high vibe, you're on the right path. Like that is alignment. Feeling good is alignment. And when you don't feel good, when you feel off, when you feel stressed, when you feel anxious, frustrated, worried, all those things, you can feel that too. You can feel it physiologically. And so you use this almost like a barometer for your energy and your manifesting powers. Sometimes I think about this as if like, imagine that your soul came here, came to incarnate on this in this world with a purpose of a, an intention for how like the experiences you were here to have, the, the purpose, your, how you're supposed to be, like the, all of that. And if we're not there, if it's we're not on that path of what we were supposed to be doing here, and I'm not talking like a specific career, I'm just talking generally like how we're supposed to share our gifts or serve others or feel. More like the kind of life we're meant to live. And so if we're off track if we're not doing the thing that we came here to do or experience, we're going to feel it. And that I think is our intuition. And that's that, that, you know, the emotion that comes with it too, that just sense of feeling off or misaligned. And, and this is all very relevant to today's conversation, but also for myself, because for me having a corporate career it definitely served me in a multitude of ways i would not be here where i am now if it were not if it weren't for the experience and the skills that i acquired in my corporate jobs and not to mention the confidence the perspective the insights that i gained over the years but as soon as i started to outgrow my corporate jobs and started to really tap into this feeling tap into my intuition, I could literally feel it in my bones. Something was missing. Something was felt off track. I couldn't describe it. I just knew that I was meant for more. I think you probably know this feeling too. Like for me, I actually, I feel it like in my stomach, in my heart. It starts as just kind of feeling a little bit off. And then in my case, it just got bigger and stronger. And maybe if you believe in spirit guides, you might say it was my spirit guides pulling me in a different direction. And and then what happened for me is that I, I got laid off in 2020 with a six-week-old baby. And that was the final wake-up call I needed. And even though I got my job back, that layoff was what catapulted me into finally following that tug, starting this podcast and starting my coaching career. By the way, if you want to hear this full story of what happened, um, it was episode 25. Um, I think, what was it called? It was called A Lesson That May Change Your Life. So anyway, we all have this inner guidance system, this inner knowing that if we are meant for something different or something new or something more, we will feel it. We will. It may start as a light tug or a quiet whisper, but it will get stronger. It will get louder to the point that it will feel more uncomfortable to stay where you are than it will be to create something new for yourself and to try something new and I share all this today because this is really the key theme that came out of the conversation I had with Jesse Christensen, who I am so excited to welcome to the podcast today. So just quick background, Jesse is an award-winning brand strategist and creative director. She actually owned and operated a brand design studio in Chicago, fresh out of college. Um, and then she led the creative team of an eight-figure startup in New York Um, Jessie's had now over a decade really honing her craft and building successful brands. And she's also a master manifester. And she actually came to me um, right after she had left her corporate job and came to me because she wanted to manifest her own coaching and consultancy business and wasn't sure where to start. But she came to me because of exactly what we were talking about. Something was off. Something was misaligned. She knew she was meant for more, and there was something in her corporate job that wasn't doing it for her, and she couldn't describe it. She could only feel it. Anyway, we talk about Jessie's career, and we talk about her taking this risk, following her gut, and just knowing deep down that she deserved to live a life that she loves. And that she could. For Jessie now, this is truly the beginning of a new chapter. But let me tell you, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be her best one yet. I cannot wait for you to hear her story. And more importantly, be inspired by and motivated by her story. The fact that she took that jump, that she followed her gut, and she is now totally lit up by what she does, and feels that alignment. Whether we're, we call it soul alignment or just an intuitive knowing, she knows she's there. I know I'm here. And so if things feel off for you, act on it. Because you are meant for more. You are meant to be here to do something. And only you know what that something is. Before we jump into this conversation, I wanted to add that I actually was so impressed by Jessie and her, just her talent around branding. And we talk about this a little bit in in this conversation today, but once we were done with our coaching container and working together three months, I actually hired her. So she is helping me now revamp my website and consult on my own brand and colors and mood and all of that. And she has been incredible, so incredible in fact, that I invited Jessie to be a guest expert Uh, In Dream Your Biz. So, if you don't know about Dream Your Biz, this is the program that I created for women who are interested in building and launching a soulful and flourishing coaching business. And this is going to be a 12-week group program. We are going to be starting at the end of May. Doors are not yet open, but I do have a wait list. So the link is in the show notes and you can add your name and I'll send you all of the information, all of the details, exactly what is laid out every week. But at a high level, we are going to be manifesting a successful coaching practice. I am teaching you every single thing that I did to launch my coaching business, including launch my podcast. I'm sharing all the equipment, all the steps, all the software. I'm going to show you how to create an offer, get your first clients, and most importantly, get your mindset in gear and teach you all of the manifestation tools that I use to really draw in the clients and the money and the success. And more importantly, the passion and the purpose and the fulfillment, the alignment. So once again, Jessie is going to be a guest expert in this group. She is offering her brand consultancy. And for the first six people who join, she's also offering one-to-one sessions where she'll walk you through your brand vision, um, your brand strategy, help you think through your mood board and your logo and your colors. We do this a little bit later in dream your biz around week nine, but, um, this is a huge benefit for anyone who joins the program. So all of the details, um, I can send you, add your name to the wait list. If you've ever thought about starting your own coaching business and, really using your own skills, connecting with people and wanting to serve people and wanting to make an impact and wanting to potentially change someone's life. And you want to do this through coaching. Definitely put your name on the list and I will reach out to you. All right, I think we're ready. Let's jump right into what I hope is an inspiring conversation With my friend, my client, the talented Jesse Christensen. Hello, hello. I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, Miss Jessie, and welcome to the Dream Your Life podcast. You're here.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I
0: know. We've been talking about this. I mean, we, well, we're going to get into it, but the fact that it's finally happening and this is definitely, I think, a full circle moment for both of us. Absolutely. um, This is so cool. So let's start. I mean, you know, you've listened to the podcast, so we, you know how we start these things, but we're going to start with gratitude. So Jesse, three things that you're grateful for in your life right now.
1: Oh, such a good question. I have been thinking a lot about change. I've had a lot of change in my life recently. One of the biggest ones being moving out of New York City um to a new town. And I, you know, I'm so grateful for change. I'm grateful for moments in life that bring us new experiences and opportunities to grow. And so I'm Super grateful for that. Right now I'm sitting in a new office space, which I didn't have before. So that can be like number two.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, It's just,
1: you know, um, having having something that I've dreamed about for such a long time. And, um, you know, that's here. And then I think the third, we mentioned this, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be here on your podcast. I (laughs) never would have imagined listening to your first episode last year that I would be featured on this and, and have the chance to share my story with your listeners. So I'm so, so grateful to be here.
0: I'm so, so grateful for you, Jesse, and for you being here and just like the bond that we've formed and the connection Mm -hmm. we've made. And also just to see what you have manifested and created for yourself. I mean, just even like we've been talking over zoom for four or five months now Yep, and to just have seen the just your actual physical location. This is you are mm-hmm. living in your like vision board right now. Um, it is
1: so true. It's it's kind of crazy how quickly things can change in such a short amount of time. I
0: know, I know. Okay, so we're gonna get to that, but first, Jesse, we were just talking about this before we hit record, and you're like, there's some things, parts of my story that you actually, Julia, might not even know yourself that I think. Um, I really credit to where I am today and in my beliefs in myself and in what I want and creating my dream life. So can we start with just a little bit of your story and maybe just some pivotal moments that got you to, let's say, to right before you reached out to me and um, you were ready to make a big change in your life?
1: Okay, sounds good. Let's dive right in. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'll start my story. I'll make this kind of career focused. um, That's a big part of this conversation. But right out of my undergrad, I took the non-traditional route (laughs) and started a company, which um, was very ambitious of me to give some background. I studied advertising and design and fell in love with branding and creative and knew that I wanted to do something in that space. And it very organically happened where I formed a branding studio. I was living in Chicago at the time and was running this one woman show where I was doing brand design for these um, female founded startups. It was amazing. I had so much fun doing it. I feel yeah. like
0: I feel like. and and I know this part of your story, but I think we have to explain a little bit about how you actually were able to do this right out of college. Like that's insane and so incredible and so cool. What do you, if you had to just kind of sum up like what you credit for, whether it's like mindset connections, like, you know, right place, right time experience all of the above, like what was it? Yeah,
1: all of the above, but it really started when I began sharing some of my design work on my personal social media. Um, It kind of sharing some portfolio pieces that I was working on in school and these logos that I designed. And I was just having so much fun with it and realized that (laughs) some of my friends and family that follow me on Instagram might not know that I'm doing this. So why not? I'm going to put it out there. And Once I put myself out there in that way, I started getting these DMs from friends and, you know, close people in my network saying, oh, I didn't know you do this. I'm actually starting a business. Do you want to design my logo? Or do you do web, web design? Like I think my first client ever was someone who was starting an e-commerce fashion company. So like super cool first client in college that I was able to do her logo and and her branding, her color palette, all that stuff and build out her e-commerce site. And Listen, that this is, got this is the ball you. rolling.
0: So Jesse, this is from you literally just posting on social media while you're in college and people are reaching out to you?
1: literally not expecting it to go anywhere, just being really proud of what I was doing and excited to share it, you know, with yeah. my, with my network. So yeah, it happened. Mm-hmm. When I say it happened very organically, it happened yeah. very organically. And so it got to the point where I was about to graduate and, you know, I could go work for a traditional advertising agency or maybe in-house at a company doing design work, but I was loving what I was doing. I was loving connecting with different people and just, you know, being able to have a lot of flexibility and in in my job. So I said, why not? Let's see where this goes. And that eventually turned into me creating a mini agency where I hired a junior designer. I had a copywriter working with me, a photographer, and just built it up into something pretty cool. Wow all within the first few years of graduating. So definitely
0: a unique, non-traditional start to my career. Incredible. So then something changed. What was next? What was next? So
1: I was moving and grooving,
0: doing my thing,
1: and I had a lot of personal changes I was going through at the time. I was going through a divorce. I was trying to figure out... What I wanted my life to be. I mean, just things, the life that I had built up for myself personally was falling apart. And I needed to take a step back and really think about what I want out of life. Mm-hmm. In a way, I mean, it was so difficult to go through, but in a way, it really gave me an opportunity in the space to get really clear with myself. And I don't want to say reinvent myself because mm-hmm. that's not the right word, but maybe realign myself, like Mm. reconnect with myself. And I mean, for anyone that's ever owned a business, it can, there's a lot of instability that comes with that. And that was kind of the last thing I needed in the moment. And so it was a very hard decision for me to close the doors of my branding studio and to figure out what to do. And so that decision (laughs) led me to entering the corporate world, right? So kind of doing things backwards, starting a business, then hopping into the corporate world and working in-house for companies doing branding and design. Um, And that led me to New York City. So I don't know if there's anything else you want me to expand upon with that.
0: So when you closed the door to Mm -hmm. this baby, this business that you had grown organically and that you were so proud of, you were also closing the door to this relationship, to this marriage that wasn't a fit. Um, did it, did it feel like just the end of a chapter and you needed to step into something new? Like, were you putting the past behind you? I want to understand, cause I think a lot of people there, we go through this, there's different seasons, right? And we, maybe right. it's different phases of your life where we're just ready to close the doors on our, lots of things, whether it's a corporate career or a relationship or a friendship or, you know, a family situation and and just setting boundaries and then moving forward. And it can be really, really difficult and it, but it takes a lot of courage. So I guess I would love to hear just a little bit more about what that closing of the chapter, if you call it that, mm-hmm. um, and stepping into new, what, what that took in terms of mindset and really a belief in yourself.
1: Right. Um, That's exactly what it was, a belief in myself, a belief that, you know, my current reality, my current relationship, my current situation wasn't serving me. There's so much more out there for me. And I knew, like, I knew I deserved better. I knew that there was more out there for me. And the specifics of that, I couldn't really think of. I couldn't really conceptualize, but it was more of an inner knowing that, life is meant to be enjoyed. Like there are these big things that I'm missing Mm -hmm. and that I know I can have. And it's when I decided that, you know, to trust myself, to trust Mm -hmm. these instincts and these feelings and these beliefs that I could create something beautiful, right. Is, is where I made these decisions and looking back now, (laughs) I'm so glad that I did because it's shown me the power in living that right in following your heart and just believing in yourself whatever that is in your life just knowing that you're following a prompting you're following what you believe you should be doing
0: it's so beautiful and I have I don't know if you well you can see I've have, I have goosebumps <laughs> right now because I i I've heard this. I haven't heard like all the details of this, right. this part of your story, right. but um, what I'm hearing is it's also what so many of us, what I think what's such a big message and part of this awakening that's sort of happening with the collective is
1: mm-hmm.
0: tapping into that intuition and following that inner guidance system, which we all have. And I think that the way that you know if something is misaligned is simply by how you feel, right? Like Mm -hmm. how you, we all, we know what it feels like when we are feeling good and things are on track and we're lit up and all that. Like it's a real feeling. And we also know when it doesn't feel right, when something is off, when something is, in your words, misaligned. And if we can, really take that and act on it to change it like whether it's you know your intuition or a spirit guide or whatever the universe like we're we're being guided to something else so act on that feeling which is what you did
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: i love that okay so now you're in new york city um yes. you're starting this new life tell us a little about about what you're doing and what this Jesse 2.0 is. Yeah. um,
1: I had so much fun in New York. It's really, um, you know, I have a a very fond place in my heart for that city. But I, career-wise, had the opportunity to join an in-house team for a startup. And it was a company that had a bunch of different sub-brands. And I was hired on to their newest sub-brand. So it was kind of like working in a startup, (laughs) in a sense, on a very small team. Things that I loved. And was able to help build this brand from the ground up. and it was a really exciting time because the company announced that they were going public not too um not too long after I started. Oh wow, so it was cool. cool because I was able to help uh, refine this brand and and you know kind of tighten everything up <laughs> visually to to help um, going public you know, be a reality for the company. I know there's a lot of different intricacies that go from that. Mm-hmm. but That was such a cool experience. And I mean, it's not going to lie, it was tough um, going from entrepreneur, running a company, having a lot of freedom to them being an employee mm-hmm. and being a part of a, t- a team and losing some of that flexibility. But man, oh man, did I learn so, so much. And I quickly saw how this was an important Part of you know my learning and my experience Mm -hmm. and my knowledge in the space of branding and creative, Um, so so I could definitely see how I was being guided to the things that I you know needed to kind of get me where I am today. So
0: what do you you think um, you get from being in a corporate environment that you don't get from running your own company or being a solopreneur or entrepreneur?
1: Absolutely, that's a great question. Um, I so much more industry experience. I think you're dealing with bigger numbers, more people seeing how things work. And this specifically, you know, was an e-commerce and a retail, you know, they had kind of two arms of their business and I had mainly focused on e-commerce. So I learned so much about the retail space, Mm -hmm. um, and just seeing how things operate at a bigger level, seeing what it's like to be a part of a big team. Um, some industry lingo <laughs> that yeah. you learn or some concepts that you, you know, you pick up on totally. and, and how things are really scaled, I think yeah. is, is a big, big thing that I learned.
0: I think one of the things that you get also from corporate, from my experience, I mean, there's so many different things and that was just right. I was kind of asking you, but um, what I've noticed, cause I've started working with some women who have always been entrepreneurs and I realized that we actually learned a lot of tools and systems and processes that can be really kind of annoying in the corporate mm-hmm. world, like, you know, like using CRMs and yes. really okay, creating OKRs and like very specific ways that you goal set and track and report out. And it's like, these are all the kind of things that can slow things down. But in a way, having those organizational systems in place. I think for me, at least starting my own career, I have used so much of that in my Mm -hmm. own business.
1: Absolutely. And, and really seeing for a big part for me was diving more into strategy, Mm -hmm. diving more into this planning and this why, Mm -hmm. and it's this world that I just like fell in love with. I, I dabbled a bit in that doing my branding studio and picked up on brand strategy. But wow, like when you are part of a bigger company where you have to verbalize the strategy to investors, to your board, mm-hmm. uh, all of these things, I was just so fascinated by that. And like, tell me more. I know this isn't technically a part of my job description right now, but I want to learn about this.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. I love that. I mean, and that's the other piece is just the people and learning from people who have a variety of different skill sets and experiences and knowledge around things like starting your own business fresh out of college. I'm sure you're kind of just winging all these things. So then to go somewhere (laughs) and learn from, I'm sure some industry veterans was like, oh, either validation. Okay. This is, this is right. Mm -hmm. The way I was doing it or, oh, this is a new way of looking at it, a new perspective, a new strategy. Yep. Um, Okay. So now we're into Jesse 2.0 and let's for fast forward a little bit to when you decided to reach out to me, because I will never forget. I remember your exact email, but I want to hear from your ex- perspective where you were and why you decided.
1: Absolutely. So fast forwarding, uh, different company, different position. At this point, I'm leading a creative team. I have the title I want. I've, I have this salary that I never imagined I would have, especially coming from a creative background. Um, great benefits, all of these opportunities. Um, I mean, like I was just in Costco the other day and I walked by this packaging that I had designed and I forgot I had designed it for a second and I was like, holy cow, Like, (laughs) look at that. That's so cool. So on paper, right? This space that I'd carved out for myself and this corporate career that I built up rather quickly um, looked great. It's, It's something that everyone dreams of, right? Climbing that ladder, like, having that validation and a lot of these external things, but it kind of mirrors what I felt when I had, you know, closed the doors to my branding studio, right. An internal misalignment, something was not sitting right. Um, you know, deep down, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I was burnt out (laughs) physically, emotionally. I mean, my body was telling me you cannot keep operating at this level.
0: (laughs) Was it just like out the, 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 pure hours that you were working or just hours I I was working
1: on a project that spanned almost a year was really the only one involved in the execution of um, a specific piece of it and it was just nonstop changes Mm -hmm. after changes revisions after revisions like and just really like I put so much into this too and I wasn't really seeing the results I wanted to see from that and it it just felt never ending. And so I I kind of like, I stopped taking care of myself. Really. I was just like work, work, work. Wow. Um, and on top of that, like I, I may have said this, but I, I felt undervalued, um, you know, for someone that ties so much identity to my work, that's a really tough space to be in. I, you know, wasn't really working on anything that truly brought me joy or what I felt really tapped into my experience. I mean, I had a lot of, um, you know, career experience to draw from at this point. And, um, I just, you know, really love when I feel valued and when I feel like Mm -hmm. my experience and perspective is important to those I work with and really tapped into. And that just wasn't the reality.
0: I want to, I want to just say one thing right here, because this was exactly kind of where I got to also, it was this feeling of like, and I, and I say this a lot and I've said this saying a lot because I it would play in my head over and over, but I knew, I'm like, the world is not seeing the best of me. Like mm-hmm. these people around me are not seeing the best of me. I have so much more to give and to offer. And I'm like, I'm not in the right place to offer that and to show whatever it is inside of me to the world and to other people. And I think a lot of women feel that, Jesse exactly mm-hmm. what you just said. Maybe there are the benefits. Maybe you do have the title. Maybe you are making good money and you like the people that you work with and you like the work. Right. But if you you know inside that there's more to me, there's more to me that people aren't seeing that I'm not allowing myself to show Then you also have to follow that. I think we have a theme here. It's like we absolutely
1: do. Um, I do want to say too. I think it's you know goals shift, right? Dreams shift, Mm -hmm. and you know it. It's okay to do that as well. It's okay to be very you know driven in the corporate world and work towards those goals like that you know, definitely doesn't discount all of those incredible things that you're doing. But if you're feeling pulled in a different direction, then that's okay too. It's okay to shift your dreams. It's okay to, you know, move Evolve. to something else.
0: Absolutely. Evolve. We're always evolving. And actually this ties back to what you were first grateful for, like the change. Like, yeah, I think we were born as humans or souls on the, whatever we want to say. i to experience and to experience a variety of different things and to play and to evolve and to learn and to grow. And for you, all of those experiences from your own startup to these different corporate jobs served you, but then you outgrow them and Mm -hmm. you're ready for something new.
1: Totally. So I was feeling that big time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and am a big podcast listener. And I can't remember exactly how I found your podcast, but I landed on the episode where you were talking about um manifesting your job at Google. And I was mm-hmm. so tied into that story because, you know, coming from a corporate world, like Google's an amazing company. Having that on your resume is huge. Learning about you and your experience doing that and then moving to Twitter and then starting this business. I I just felt like you were speaking to me. I felt like, you know, I love that you have such a strong corporate background and your outlook on life. And I feel like we have a lot of similar personality traits and interests and and things that I picked up on. And I felt like you could be a really good mentor to me. So after listening to some of your um, episodes and, and honestly, deep down, like filling the poll to go back (laughs) into the world of entrepreneurship, um, I just, I decided to reach out.
0: And I remember that first conversation because it was almost like you had already made a, a decision that you wanted to work with me before we even started talking. And you were just kind of nodding along, like, "Okay, sure." Tell me about what it's what coaching yep. is like. <laughs> but it was it was like it didn't even matter what was going to be involved. You just wanted someone by your side as you figured out this next step and this next move. But you were you knew that you like to your point. You had a feeling that it was, I want to create something new. I want to build my own business.
1: Mm -hmm. Once again, that ties back to my experience doing that in my life, right? And knowing that it works out, like seeing what happens when I do that. And so I think I definitely approached, you know, this business versus my previous one with so much more intention and confidence. And it was just like, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. First, let's talk about what you do now, but then, um, I want to also kind of backtrack and just hear your whole perspective on manifestation. Cause I actually do remember, um, I think it was in the intake form before our first clarity call that you were like, and I just manifested a puppy and it was exactly, <laughs> exactly the picture. So you, and you're yes. like, and I believe in manifestation, but I want to learn more and I want to learn like actual tools on how you do use it in a business. Um, so yeah. So what do you do now? Yep. And then a little bit about your experience manifesting up until that point.
1: Yeah. So now I am a brand strategist and a creative consultant that works one-on-one with founders to help them align and refine and grow their brands. So it's everything that I love packaged in everything that I love, <laughs> and um, it's just been so much fun to jump into. So it's definitely a culmination of my experience up until this point, which I think is something really beautiful. Um, but yeah, when it, when it comes to manifestation, it, it wasn't something that I knew a ton about. I mean, I'd created vision boards previously. That was actually one thing like going through my divorce. I was like, okay, like, what do I want my life to be like? And I feel like yeah. when you go through these moments that are life changing, literally is yeah. such a good place to do that. So I remember doing that yeah. and then like never looking at it. Right. i had a moment of that and you know, just didn't think about it yeah but what I didn't realize was that things were working like subconsciously I was thinking about these things that I set intentions on moving to New York City was one of them um having my dog Stella was another one and, and what Julia's referencing is I told her I was like there was a moment I you know I love French Bulldogs <laughs> Stella's a 10 month old French Bulldog she's the cutest thing ever um but I I had Stella I've, I've had her for a couple months and I for some reason was on Pinterest and remembered that I had this vision board that I put on there and there is a photo of a little french bulldog puppy same color standing in what looks like could have been my new york city apartment so i just like stopped dead in my tracks i don't know how to explain it but we had like floor to ceiling windows and this little like cream ledge and these dark hardwood floors and it looked like someone had taken a photo of a certain spot and like put Stella in there. And I was just like, whoa, yeah. that is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I knew that it's a thing, right? But was curious about learning more and how I could apply that to building up, you know, this new business. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's talk a little bit before, because I want to dive into branding and yep. you are just you're not only you have the experience, um, and obviously like the skill sets, but what I think is so incredible about you and your work is truly your aesthetic. Like well, thank you, you. everything you touch turns to gold. Like it's just
1: oh, I appreciate that. like
0: one of the things I'll just give one example and then you can talk about kind of the um how you evolved and, and grew the mm-hmm. business to where it is now, but um, very early on, we were working on your offer. And then I was like, Oh, okay. And now let's put this into like create your website. And I gave you some prompts. Within three days, Jesse's like, okay, the website's done. And I was like, what? <laughs> she sent it to me and it's probably the most beautiful website I've ever seen. And I was like, please tell me you hired someone to do this and pay them thousands of dollars. And Jesse's like, No, I just I did it. I, I do a little coding here and there. <laughs> And it was I had everything. so
1: much fun doing that too. That's like you, all I could think about. I was just like really living in it. Um, yeah, that's what I
0: love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about those three months of working together and what that process was like and also how you've used manifestation in your business today. Yeah.
1: Um, so the thing that I love most about working with you is I think You know, realistically, anyone could start a business on their own, right? I just think hiring a coach or having that support helps you get where you want to go faster and with more clarity. And that's what I knew I wanted because, like, once I have this inspiration, I like to act on it, right? I'm like, okay, let's do this, let's bring this to life. And so, to me, it was a no brainer (laughs) to hire someone to help me because I'm like, And especially too, like throughout my career, realizing that collaboration is so important and it's great to have other perspectives coming in and opinions and being like, oh, have you considered this or just an extra eye on something, right? Especially when it's a personal brand and when it's, you know, something that's so close to home. And I tell this to my clients too. It's, it's nice to have someone who is not emotionally tied to it in any way, give you really good advice and objective feedback on what you're doing. And so that was a huge reason um, why I wanted to work with you. But I think the thing that I didn't realize would, I would benefit from the most were the mindset shifts that I had. I quickly realized learning, working with you that I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I had a lot of mindset blocks that were really holding me back from, you know, putting this in motion. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh let's let's see if I can give some examples. Um (laughs) one that I keep thinking about often was we were talking about how I needed to have, you know, I wanted some brand photography and to hire a photographer uh to shoot some new images for social media and for this website. It's like, oh, I know I have this move coming up and you know it's the new year, it's the holidays, like things are kind of crazy. So I probably won't be able to get those photos until, you know, the end of next month. And Julie just goes, why, why is that? <laughs> it's my favorite question that she asks, like why? why is that? Yeah. And I stopped and I'm like, well, you know, I guess there's no reason why I couldn't try to do it sooner, <laughs> right? It's just these this habit that I found myself stuck in on just like justifying like trying things out or, you know, like thinking about things way too long and and you know, stuff that were really holding me back from, you know, actually launching a business.
0: That's, so, but that, that's most people, by the way, most right. people. And it's not, I think on one end, there's like procrastination where, where, but I think procrastination is you're kind of aware that you're doing it. Like, I don't want to do this. I'm putting it off. Mm-hmm. But there's this subconscious thing that most people do when it, when it's something big. And even if you really want it to happen, you might subconsciously try to drag it out. Or mm-hmm. find other things to do and not even realize that you're doing this. And I'm seeing this so much with some of the ladies in Dream Your Biz. Um, they're all so excited. But then it's like we get to a really exciting part. And it's like, oh, wait, excuse, excuse. I'm going to actually go on a trip this week. You know what I mean? Like, and yep. I, do, I do this for myself, too. Sometimes I'm like when something I know I need to get done and I'm excited. But then I'm like, I don't know. There's something about it that makes it feel so big that we want to put it off. So becoming aware of that and questioning it. And also for me, I I have a coach too. And it's like, she holds me accountable and no, Mm -hmm. I need to have that done by the next week when I meet with her. And that's another piece with having someone by your side to hold you accountable to the deadlines that you commit yourself to is a big part of it.
1: Totally. Totally. Totally.
0: So Um, I guess at the
1: end of working with you, um, I was really able to have a new business launch. Like I'm talking about going from having the idea that I wanted to start something to out there paying clients, (laughs) you know, great social media presence, all of these things in three months, which is just absolutely insane. But I think was awesome to really validate. Like I said, that desire that I had and, and knowing that, you know, I'm, I'm on the right path right now. Like this is, this is something that I should just keep on building up. Yeah.
0: And you did those three months. It's not like you did all the hard foundational work, all the heavy lifting, the stuff that is really setting you up for long-term success that you don't have to touch again for a while, like the website, like your offer, like your social media your email, all of these things that now are systems where now you can just show mm-hmm. up and serve people and talk about your amazing offers and talk about what you love, which is branding. Um, so you did the hard part in three months.
1: Mm-hmm, totally. And I think it's important to, me- to mention too, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but I had quit my corporate job before working with you. And um you know, I definitely feel very lucky to have had the opportunity and, and the foundation to take a step back from that and really put literally everything like this is my new full time job. So, yes, I did a lot, but I also had a lot of space yeah. and time to do that, too. Yes. But not yes. to say that you can't do that. Also, you know, working another job at the same time.
0: But if you are working other, you probably can't build a website by yourself like Jesse did in, <laughs> in three days. Um, Jesse, I'm going to quickly share if you're okay with. Um, yes, I sent her a survey in the beginning of working together, and by the end, I read it back to her. So she, I said, in three months, um, what do you want to manifest in your career? And she said an established solopreneur business in branding and creative direction with my strategy, services, and marketing in place so I can officially launch at least one paying client um, and then full confidence and clarity in myself and my new business, a daily manifestation routine and practices that energize me. And then she wrote, and then something else, which I'm not going to share because I asked Jessie and she's like, don't share it yet it's
1: good though yeah. it, it has it's not public knowledge yet but yes. um it it's a good one
0: but all those things manifest it, right all of those things and this is not to say that like jesse's just like incredible manifester because but she is but it's also putting it out there like thinking about what you want to create putting an intention behind it writing it down we don't do this enough like we need to get clear on what we want. And that is the first step. That's the ask. And that's why I love asking this question in the beginning, because we don't go back to it until the very end, but just putting it out there is such a big piece in making it happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Totally.
0: Um, All right, Jesse, let's dive into branding. Um, And I think um, we have maybe like five minutes left. So if, if we could just talk about, From your perspective, what makes a powerful brand? And for anyone who's listening, who's thinking about creating a business, whether it's product based or service based, but and on the side or full time, and like, what do they need to know about creating an impactful and aligned brand?
1: Yes, this is my favorite topic. Yes. (laughs) So one thing that you'll hear me preach when it comes to branding is strategic alignment. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, it's a topic that's come up throughout this conversation, but really it is the most important piece to having a really powerful brand. Now, what do I mean by strategic alignment? Um, Let's break it down. I think there are four areas to a brand that business owners should focus on or really have the strategic alignment in. The first being, um, you know, your brand foundations, a solid understanding of A, who you are and B, who you serve, right? Getting clear on that. Um, The second one, kind of diving more into who you serve, what are the problems that your target audience has? And how does your business solve these problems, right? Mm -hmm. People buy solutions to their problems. And that is so much more compelling of a story when you address that in a way that really pulls them in and makes them feel like, okay, I need to work with this person or I need to buy this product. Um, Can we get get a
0: tangible example there? Like let's say, um, well, we've been working with coaches and you've been Mm -hmm. working a lot with coaches. Um, Tell me about a coach that goes in without a good brand strategy that's not focused on the problem solution. Like, what does that look like versus, you know, someone who's really good at that piece?
1: Yep. So for example, um, I think one way we could conceptualize this is how someone talks about their offer. So um, a coach, for example, could say, uh, work with me for two months, you'll get eight one-on-one sessions, like really dive into exactly what someone gets, which is important but you know when your branding focus more focuses more on the solution you kind of phrase it in a way of like you know in 2 months you will have you know clarity in your life's purpose or whatever type of coach that you are right like really tapping into that like let's say someone is unhappy in their relationship and you're a relationship coach kind of talking about the benefits there and i think that's one of the key differences between being a service provider and having a product-based business, right? Because when you have a product-based business, it's so much easier to promote a product, right? You talk about the features, you, sh- you know, share images of the product, you show the use cases, all these things. But if you're a coach or a service provider, you oftentimes don't have that tangible you know, physical product that you're selling. And so what should your brand focus on? Really, it should focus on that storytelling. It should focus on results, testimonials, what people will actually, you know, benefit from your service and and how all of that like ties into your brand and building trust in that way to have someone reach out to you and say, hey, I want to hire you because I believe in you and I believe in the results that you could help me achieve.
0: Totally. And I think that that what you're saying also is to be really clear and focused on what mm-hmm. your solution is versus like, I'll just say for for me, I'm a manifestation and business coach. But if I just talked about manifesting money, manifesting, you know, homes, manifesting relationships, like all these different things, I become this generalist and nobody really knows how I help them versus I want to help you manifest a career that you love. And now that has been really my focus for the last year, bringing in the business and everything. And so I've really tried to make that clear in everything that I put out there. And you've actually helped me a lot with this too, Jesse, but I think that's another big piece is being focused on one problem, one solution and not trying to be the, you know, one size fits all.
1: Right. And that, I think that that kind of goes into this third area that I, I tell business owners to focus on in their branding and that's understanding your industry and your market and what sets you apart because in this day and age, <laughs> you've got competition, right? Whether it's a direct competitor or an indirect competitor, it, now more so than ever, it's so important to focus on and get really clear on what makes you unique. So if it's focusing on one specific service or solution or you know something else, that's really what's going to help set you apart and create a really powerful brand. And then um, lastly, <laughs> one of my favorite pieces is your creative strategy, your visuals and messaging, like how all of those things, you know, come together and how you communicate them to your audience.
0: Mm-hmm. With that, where, what are some of the pitfalls or things that don't like new coaches or new service or new entrepreneurs should look out for, um, when it comes to the visual strategy and creative strategy?
1: Mm-hmm. That is such a good question. I think when you're first starting out, it's so easy to copy others, <laughs> whether it's intentional or not, right? Because you're building something new and sometimes it's hard to see what that looks like and, and how to bring that to life. Um, but as much as possible, I would encourage people not to do this because I think people notice, right? It's, especially in some industries, like it's a small world. And so, like I said, going back to what makes you unique, like really focus mm-hmm. on that. Um, and especially as a solopreneur or a coach, people are paying for access to you. Mm-hmm. So really show them who you are and what it's like to work with you, and that's something that can't be replicated. So, so that's 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 a one area that I would caution on. And i I think the other thing too is branding isn't a one and done thing. It's not like oh, you know, just did my branding now I'm going to move on to something else. A brand or I should maybe say a successful brand is a living and breathing thing. It should grow and change and evolve as your business grows and changes and evolves. Because (laughs) if anyone knows, it's not stagnant, right? There are ups and downs and you have to be adaptable and pivot. And a good brand or a brand um, with a lot of intention and thought behind it, can do that and should do that. So um, if you don't feel like it's perfect right away, don't worry. There are things about my own brand that I know I'm going to change in the future. But the most important thing is just to start and be confident in what you have. And you can always refine and adjust from there.
0: I love that. And two things. One is what you're saying about the brand evolving and changing and growing and like it's tying it back to us as human beings, as we evolve and grow and pivot ourselves. So maybe this is going to be a little corny, but I would love to know how you can kind of talk about maybe it just like an all encompassing way, how branding and our own evolution and just manifesting in general, how these things tie together?
1: Oh, I love that. That's such a great question. I think there's actually more connections that you can make with this, which is really cool. So in the world of manifestation, um, one of the big concepts or ways that you can manifest things is acting as if or embodying who you want to be or what you want. And in an interesting way, that's kind of what your brand is, right? That's that's what you're doing when you're building a brand and you're creating your brand. Even if, especially if you're just starting out and maybe you don't have the sales or the results or the clients that you want. But if you, you know, invest in a brand that looks professional and put together and really established, I think A, as a business owner, you'll feel more confident in it. You'll be so excited to share your business and shout it from the rooftops. But B, I think that's how people are going to better connect with you. And that's what grows your business. So it's almost cyclical in the sense, right? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you're, and I think if someone is an entrepreneur or not, Let's talk about personal brand too. Like this is something that you can do for yourself. Think about how do I want people to feel? How do I want to present myself? You know, what do I want people to think when they interact with me? Like all of these principles really tie together to really create the business or the life or whatever it is that you're wanting to create.
0: I absolutely love that so much. And you're right. It's not just for entrepreneurs. It's it's for just any kind of setting, any like the person that you want to be, the the next level version of you, your highest self. It's this whole going back to embodying that now, right? Showing up as that person, showing up as that brand. It's the identity that once you start to embody it, you start to make it a reality. You start to manifest it. That's who you become, right? I um oh I love that. I love that metaphor. I actually haven't heard anyone talk about it just like that. You know
1: what? I don't know if I have either, but the cool thing is that's what really makes like a brand magnetic, right? That's what Mm -hmm. really attracts people to you is like operating from that mindset and that space and that energy. So Mm -hmm. it's such a cool concept. Maybe I'll dive into that more in um, you know, my own marketing, but Yeah. yeah, I love that.
0: Okay, Jesse, I love this. I could talk to you forever. Luckily we do, we chat every week still. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you share a little bit about how people can work with you? What offers you have going on right now? How people yes. can find you? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, so you can connect with me on Instagram. My username is at jessie__christiansen. How to get creative with the underscores <laughs> there on Instagram. We love that. Um, but I'm sure Julia will link that. I also have my website. It's jessie christensencom And um, you know, actually a new offer that I have is a 30 minute brand clarity consult. It's um, a session that's one-on-one. We do it virtually where essentially we talk through any questions that you have when it comes to your brand. If you're needing specific advice or are DIYing your brand and want me to, you know, give you some suggestions on your logo, really, you know, (laughs) whatever stage you're at, that's what I would first recommend for someone if they wanted to work with me. And then from there, if you're needing more assistance, I do have um, a couple other one-on-one brand mentoring programs and consulting programs that we could definitely chat through there. But head to my website, you can see all of that there. I also have a blog and an email list if you want to follow along and just get more more branding tips your way.
0: Perfect. And as I mentioned, I think um, I mentioned in the intro, but Jesse was an expert speaker, guest speaker for the ladies in Dream Your Biz. And you have been doing some um, one-off these calls with some of the ladies and they have found so much value in your services. I feel like every single person who's done it is like, I want to sign up for whatever Jesse has moving forward. You've been so, so helpful. And again, not only do you know branding so well but you have just this a beautiful aesthetic and i for all things branding so um
1: that's it oh, well, thank that's you a, yeah. it's been so much fun doing that too so right. um yeah it's been great
0: yay all right well thank you so much Jesse. any parting words any words of advice anything you want to leave the listeners with
1: thank you so much um Yeah. Just honestly, you, this is a theme I think of this whole conversation, but trust yourself. You will never, never regret doing that. No matter what happens, if you have that confidence in yourself and know, you know, the direction you should be moving in, regardless of the outcome, like be confident in that and just continue to build that relationship.
0: Such such good advice. I hope everyone hears that, feels it. And if you're there and you're feeling a tug, act on it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you again, Julia. Thank you,
0: Jesse. And for everyone still listening, thank you so much for being here. I hope this episode served you wherever you are, whatever you do, and that you just remember that your internal guidance system, your intuition will never fail you. So tap into it feel into it and then act on it. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could rate it and review it on iTunes or just drop a rating on Spotify. It means so much to me. It gets this podcast out to more people. And if you have listened to a few episodes, this would be an amazing way to show your support. Thank you in advance. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.